Oh my gosh. Well, I am so happy you are here. Thank you so much for coming. You're all the way in beautiful Vancouver right now. And I want you to know that I currently, I will show you, I will turn it around because the plug is not that long for me, but I have my beautiful Sage diffuser going with orange mist. And I, I can't even tell you it's saved my life. And that's a whole nother subject that we will get into. But I feel like it was the only way to appropriately set the mood for my interview with you right now. Mm-hmm. So, I love thanks. it. I'm so excited. I, and you have plants in the background. I can't wait to post this video so people can see. And we were just laughing that people think that it's a fake video background, which is <laughs> kind of epic. That's that's absolutely epic, but I am so thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much. I I just, I want to know every single little bit about you and how you got into this world that you are in and how we met. So can you let everyone know a little bit about Kristen? Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say too, I'm so excited. I know this has been a long time coming for us to be able to connect. And I'm actually glad that you've had the amount of time in between we last talked and now to really fall in love with some plant-based things. So we can, I think we're really going to talk a lot about that today. So my I name got, is- I, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little too obsessed. <laughs> well, I'm ready. I'm here for it. So <laughs> I work uh, for Sage Natural Wellness. We are a wellness company based here in Vancouver. So I'm fortunate to be in education and have been for the last five plus years with the company. This is something that I have an incredible passion for. So integrative medicine, integrative health and plant-based medicine specifically is something that I feel really passionately about personally. And I feel really grateful that I have the opportunity to bring this into my professional life. So it's been a really cool journey sort of from where I started with Sage to where we are now. And then just on that personal path, like I said, as well, like what that has looked like for me really over the last 10 or 12 years, and what ultimately brought me to this space. Yeah. And how did this happen? I feel like it's so wonderful. I was just actually speaking to one of my my nearest and dearest friends. She lives in Istanbul. And um, she was a, a huge fashion stylist here in Los Angeles. And she dressed everyone and did all of this. And she uh moved to Istanbul, fell in love with a man. She went there and she realized her true calling was actually flower essence. And it was something that her uh, mother and father had always brought into their life, all with these healing modalities. And she decided to create her own company called a curated vibe. And she now saves everyone and all of her friends she's been doing for years. Um, And it's so funny how she went from being a stylist and being in this fast paced world to completely changing her entire lifestyle. And people swear by the flower essence. And so she was so excited that I was doing this interview right now because she owns everything Sage and she swears by peppermint halo. And she's like, I would not be here on this earth if it wasn't for this. But how did, how did you find the miracle of essential oils? I I think it's, 
it's so cool. So just after talking to Melissa about this, and then I was like, what are the odds that this is happening on the same day where I'm having this same conversation about plant-based medicine is really what it is. And were, was this something you were always into? Was this something that kind of dropped into you? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, oh my gosh, there's so many things that you've said already that I'm just so excited for us to dive into. And I actually saw that on your Instagram this morning that you were doing that talk. Yes. And that was fun for me as well, because the flower essences were also a part of my journey and a part oh, of wow. Yeah, that I sort of discovered. But I mean, I'll go really far back, you know, to childhood to say I grew up in a small town in like a rural area of Manitoba. That's a province most people don't even know. <laughs> and so my experience was decidedly the opposite of the life that I have now. It's like I grew up, you know, I think I think that I imagine my parents were well intentioned, but the idea was that there was sort of like a pill for everything. Like there was always bottles of Tylenol and Tums and things in my house. And it was like you take this for this you take this for this and when I look back at the early years of my life I think about like it like makes my stomach hurt a little bit thinking about the amount of medication that I would take because I thought that's just what you did like if you have a headache you have this or if you have cramps you have this or if you're tired you have this and so it actually was like quite an aha moment that's actually like really intricately linked to my mental health mm. and that's what really brought me on the journey and started me on this path so I'd say it was around 2012. I started, I was living in Toronto. So a huge, just like, you know, a, a wild city. Toronto is an incredible place. I really count that as the place where I grew up as an adult, but it's, it's an overwhelming city. It's, it can be cold. It can be anonymous. It's gigantic and it's busy and a lot of things were happening. It's and very loud. It's very <laughs> loud. <laughs> it's very loud. And like I said, that a part of that, like eclectic, you know, sort of energy is something that I love. But I also knew that at that stage of my life, I was starting to feel overwhelmed mm. and just the industry that I was working in, in the time and, you know, just a different stage of my life. I started to develop anxiety, which I'd had no prior experience with. When I sort of look back now, I think that perhaps I did, but I knew at that point in time, this was different than the experience that I had. And this was starting to actually really negatively and detrimentally affect my life. And the biggest piece of this was that I was too afraid to talk to anyone about it. I was too afraid to wow. share the experience that I was having. So I all of a sudden was having these experiences, these really sort of like chilling things that were mm -hmm. happening to me and I was keeping it locked inside. So I think, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about that. I think of it today. Wow. Don't we know that feeling all too well, every one of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And so sometimes I reflect back on that time and quite honestly, it's like I said, it's like difficult to think about the way that I was navigating people mm -hmm. and relationships and things in my life in this effort to preserve the fact that I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy, quote unquote, right, 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 you know, that something had been something was all of a sudden happening to me, or that people would question, like, why all of a sudden and right not right. So, I mean, essentially, what had happened is um, another really important part of my mental health journey, and just my journey in general is I am a chosen sober person. So I've been sober for just over 12 years. So at this, wow. point, yeah, I'd been sober for about four years at the point that I had started sort of this discovery. And in Toronto, one of the things that you're so fortunate to have access to are so many healing modalities and spiritual modalities, like metaphysical things, like whatever it is that you're curious about or you wanna learn more about, there's a lot of access to it. And so I knew- Is that, that because Toronto or, or Canadians specifically are very um, 
open to holistic medicine and new age type uh, type of things? Or is it because you were saying it's a big city in general, so it was easier to get it opposed to being in Manitoba where it's, it's mm-hmm. teeny, teeny tiny? Yeah, I, I'd say it's more the latter. Like perhaps over the years things have changed, but at that point in time, I really do think it's because of the just the essence of Toronto being such a large city and really right. bringing such an eclectic mix of people together that there was more access. But I wouldn't have imagined, you know, if I'd still been in Manitoba, for example, that I would have had the same experience. Right, right, right. And so there was there was a point in time when I found myself, I actually did need to be hospitalized for the experience that I was having. And I knew inherently that it wasn't the right decision for me to be medicated. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. want to be like very clear, very honest to say, I am absolutely a proponent for medicine where necessary. I think that it is so valuable and so required. Totally in many an instance, but I just knew, like I said, this was like intuitive. It was inherent to me and where I was in my life that it wasn't the path for me. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately began a journey of exploration. And the first sort of like, I'd say two or three things that I sort of leaned into was crystal energy healing. It was the flower essences. Love. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm like, I could just pick up every, like everywhere, anything around me to show you. I'm like, that's just, there. you're like, I got it all here all my goodies. (laughs) It's true. And then the big one was essential oils. It was the idea that my mind has always worked very, I have a linear mind and I have like a really strong organizational mind. So Mm. it went into this idea that like, what can I find that's an alternative to medicine? And then how can I apply it in, in terms that make sense of for my life. And I'm just a person I'm invested. My number one personal core value, it's curiosity. So I want to ask questions. I want to know everything. I want to like get all the details. So I started dabbling. And at this point in time with like, you know, maybe it was drugstore products or things that I didn't understand the way I do now of, you know, quality and efficacy. But what really happened was an immediate and stark impact on my mental health based specifically on using plant-based products to support things that, you know, typically you would use a medicinal alternative. So Mm -hmm. if it was products for sleep or for stress, or even, you know, you mentioned peppermint halo, like I have that same experience. Like peppermint halo is the reason I work at Sage. It's the reason (laughs) I love what I do. It's like mine is sitting right in front of me here. Like I sort of laugh about it too. If they were ever like, we're going to discontinue this product. I would like have to rent a storage space. (laughs) You're like, I'm so sorry. You, you can't do it just for me. I will pay you all of my salary for you to continue this going on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It'll just be a trade. We'll just do a trade. And so <laughs> at the time I was living, I had actually relocated to Boston with my previous mm. employer. And it was that point in time when I was introduced to Sage is a girlfriend of mine that I used to work with previously. I was back in Toronto visiting in the summer. And she said to me like, Hey, I'm working for this company. Like this seems like this would be right up your alley. And so for maybe two or three years at this point, I'd been pretty seriously exploring like I said these alternative modalities and and different things in which I'd had like a really rich and positive experience a role came up in learning and development which like I've mentioned like education is my true passion and it just felt like the right thing to do so I actually was on that visit home in the summer and I saw an apartment and like I lived in Boston like I had a you know I had a life I had a job and apartment and I actually went and signed a lease on an apartment in Toronto and then had to go back and be like 
oops, I actually am going to move back to Canada and, you know, and pursue this. And so, you know, I interviewed and whatnot for the role over the couple of months. And then it was, yeah, the fall of 2015, I moved back to Canada and my journey since then is like really taken off. And if I, if I thought that I had passion, then it would be hard to even find the word to describe what it is now. Isn't that just wild how the world works though? I mean, you feel like you're all settled and you have everything going on for you and in Boston and then it took one summer, but you, you know, and now you can look back at your life and you can look at the synchronicity and you can look at everything you, you created this destiny really truthfully. And, and you invested your time and your effort and your energy into learning about it for years before. So that's what I think is so fascinating. What did you find about, um, before we get into the essential oils of sage, what did you find with the crystal healing what is that? What does that mean to you? What does that, was that the first kind of one? I know you were saying flower essences as well. Was that the first and, and what does, what does one do for the crystal healing? Like, what does it feel like? Oh, thank you for asking. I feel, I just feel very fortunate to be able to share the experience that I'd had is I was introduced actually through a woman who I had met in early sobriety to this incredible mm. store in Toronto uh, that is like just deeply invested in the, meta, in the metaphysical community. So it's a crystal store, but they host all sorts of like workshops and courses and whatnot. And so what I did was just sort of threw myself in. I went mm. to this place. I immediately felt the energy of the space, of the room, of the rocks, I felt really drawn to this. Like, again, like as if this had been something that was missing in my life, I immediately signed myself up for some of these sort of like intro and beginner courses. And what I really found during that time to be the most valuable was actually just about the vulnerability of admission. There mm -hmm. would be times, you know, we would go around the circle in the room before a class started and they would ask why people were there. And it was the first time that I felt safe to say, like, I'm struggling with my mental health and I'm here to try and discover like different ways that I can like tap into myself and really like lean into my own personal power for some relief. And so right. even that type of like admission in that space was valuable. The instructor that I had, I will owe gratitude to forever. I remember seeing her in a little tea shop just down the road from the store. And I think she could tell I was like visibly having a difficult time. And I just remember she said to me, and this is a line that I've repeated so many times over the years, but she said to me, um, she said, Kristen, you've already opened the door. You might as well walk through. And yeah, and that like, that's how wow. it is for me too. And the truth is that really is what like set me on my journey. And from that point forward, I really, again, just like sort of dove headfirst into that crystal energy healing. I've been fortunate to take part in so many different courses and classes and just experiences with people that's led to dabbling in everything from Reiki to meditation to all of the things that I just feel intuitively makes sense for my mental health journey and for right. what I perceive as wellness, like a true, like 360 wellness. Right. Wow. And then with, with, I love that the flower remedy, I mean, I could go on for hours about that because I think yeah. that's fantastic. And, and that is definitely something Melissa is going to come on and we're going to, we're going to talk about that because I think that there is something so important about plant-based, excuse me, plant-based medicine. And I think that it's, it's, um, it's deceiving, misconstrued. My, my words are all over the place today. So excuse me. But I think when people think of plant-based medicine, they think either one extreme of, oh, like a uh, vegan woo-woo, you know, 
cuckoo bananas on one side or they think like marijuana weed like we just get high all day long and that's my medicine i feel like people don't think like plant-based medicine is the essential oils it is the flower remedies it's about eating it's about taking care of yourself and i think that anyone is going to look at your face and be like whatever she's doing i want to do it because <laughs> the skin is clear it's bright it's glowing it's perfect so i think that we all have to do whatever you're doing um but it is so true it's it's the healing aspect and it's interesting because from my point of view, you know, when my mom was, my mom does, she believes in medicine when it comes to my, you know, living with bipolar disorder and certain things like that. Right. But when she was pregnant with me, she didn't even take a Motrin. Like she didn't mm -hmm. take an Advil. She, she didn't have an epidural, like an epidural. Is that what it, no, not, is that what you yeah, have when you're needle. pregnant? I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a baby yet. This sounds so stupid. Um, but, um, you know, she, she didn't do any of that. Everything was all essential oil remedies and flower essence and, and all the natural and look, that's not for everyone. Right. But I was raised very clean where you find alternatives. And I think that that's very rare. And as I got older and I started getting chronic migraines, I started becoming addicted to Excedrin. And then I had to be prescribed Imitrex for my migraines and everything like then started to become pills, 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 which was so funny because, right, it was so opposite of how I was mm -hmm. really, truly raised. Um, and now my husband is will not even take a Pepto-Bismol if he feels as sick as he possibly does. He won't take a Pepto-Bismol because he's all about the herbs. He's all about plant-based. Um, and so it's something that's new to me. And it's funny because the first thing that, that saved my migraines in a long time was the sage peppermint oil, the peppermint halo. And I went through that stick that you gave me. I'm not even joking, Kristen, maybe four days, but I went <laughs> to the store and I was like, this store better be open. I can't even wait to buy it online. And I went to the store and I was like, I'm going to take all your peppermint halo right now. I already been through those two already been through. It's on my list to go back to the Century City Mall to go get this. Um, but, you know, an absolute game changer and people, you know, when you meet other people, such as my friend Melissa, who is like, oh, no, no, no. Peppermint halo has saved my life every every single day. You really, when you find your people and you hear about how essential oils are just so life-changing, you can't even imagine how it is. Um, and what I want to know, we've had this discussion before, and I, I would love for, you know, who's listening right now to learn more. With the essential oils, with Sage specifically, this is a local Canadian company, right? They're from Vancouver, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And what was the, what is the process of the essential oils? Do they, they grow the flowers and, and all of that and the plants, you know, in Vancouver, do they distribute it from themselves? How did this whole company come to be um, where it is now, this this huge success that it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. That's a great question. So it's a really long story, but I'll try and give you an abridged version. Yeah. So, you know, just to just to keep it tight. But so keep it tight. 
all the way back in 1992, Sage was founded right here in Vancouver. So we're just shy of 30 years as a brand. It really is a beautiful story of how the company was founded. Our, our co-founder had been in a car accident seven years prior, had really gone on to have an incredibly difficult seven-year period in which he was diagnosed with everything from depression to an ulcer. He was experiencing hair loss and ultimately being diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And at that point in time, I think he just knew he'd had enough. He was like, I used to be a healthy person living like a robust life. And now I'm not. And this doesn't make sense to me. So he really went on a personal journey as well for exploration that led him essentially to all sorts of different things from traditional Chinese medicine to herbs and whatnot. And he felt the most drawn to essential oils, again, just sort of looking at the science. So mm-hmm. you think about herbs, like the same kind of plants, like we're saying something like peppermint, for example, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. There's a gigantic bird on my balcony. Like, oh like my gosh. This thing. Beautiful. Oh my god. I know. We're like making eye contact. Me and that it's bird. like a little sign from the universe. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I know. I sort of feel like that's a friend. I've never had that bird on my on my balcony. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sorry. Well, welcome, welcome, friend. Welcome to emotional support. That's maybe it's like leaning in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, how beautiful. Okay, sorry, back to the point here. So <laughs> what, what he decided at this point in time is like, if you look at the science of things, for example, like herbs versus essential oils, when you it's their concentration that makes them so powerfully different. So, mm. you know, you can have a cup of peppermint tea with an herb, you can't have a cup of essential oil peppermint tea, like your insides are not gonna, they're not gonna handle that. That's right, not gonna do right. so well. And that's because it's the concentrated essence of the plant is distilled into essential oils. So they really have a different strength and a different concentration. So to your question about sort of the process, something we really believe in at Sage is what we call sort of like indigenous sourcing. And what it means is that we harvest and we distill plants from the areas in the world that they're grown naturally. So like, you know, just to give you an example, one of my favorite ones to talk about, it's my personal favorite essential oils called frankincense. And frankincense is grown like primarily in Somalia. If you look at these plants, they grow in some of the most like unbelievable conditions on earth. They'll grow in like a rocky hillside of a cliff or something, you know, like these plants are robust, they are industrious, like they're getting it done. They wouldn't thrive or work, for example, in a country like coming to Canada, where we Mm -hmm. have these really cold winters and things of that nature. And so a lot of businesses, they do actually do what would be called sort of more Well, I don't really know exactly the term, but it's like more of like an implant in which they would Mm. bring plants into the country and then sort of recreate the circumstance. So it could be greenhouses or whatnot, but that's just not how we do it. So it's like, you know, that's why it's so potent and it's so strong where you literally put two drops into a diffuser and the whole house, I swear, smells like it because it is so, so potent. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. That's another great point you bring up too, though, is just the way the industry has sort of grown or, you know, like that there's more of a saturation now in the industry. There is something to be said about quality. It's like, you'll see on a lot of our products, we say, we actually use the words like 100% natural. And that isn't something that a brand just has the ability to say. You can't just slap that on a label or something or whatnot, right? It's like, you really have to have the documentation, the paperwork to back that up. Because the fact of the matter is, even if it's not dangerously adulterated, 
many essential oils are sort of cut is what they would say with whether it's something like a carrier oil, it's just something that's going to extend an oil further, which is fine. It's not necessarily about safety, but it is about purity. And so knowing that you're using 100% pure essential oils, there is something to be said about the therapeutic benefits. It's like, you're not going to have such an efficacious experience from something that's at like a 10% concentration as you would a hundred, just for an example. A hundred. No, absolutely. I, I totally, totally believe that. And when you, uh, you know, for, for those of us who are out here listening that are, you know, new to this, I'm going to pretend like I'm new to this, even though I got, I was very, very, very lucky. Um, and your company did a full, I feel like we went for two hours, a full rundown of the essential oils. And we were putting them on different parts of the body and we were having the the essential oils and the diffuser going on and it's so interesting for me I'll, I'm going to get back to my other question but I just I'm looking at my diffuser and it, it, it's interesting I I'm not a citrus person that's that's never been something for me I don't really it, it's not that I don't enjoy citrus I'm just like it's okay you know I love eucalyptus I love lavender I love peppermint and you um, had gifted me this beautiful set for, for the holiday time. And there was one scent called All the Feels. And it is, it was orange. And I'm trying to think what else it was. It, it's like a cinnamon. There's a little bit of balsam yeah. for Yeah. Yes. And I, I, I was like, oh, I'll use this one, but I'm not an orange person. When I tell you, I put it on in the morning, randomly one morning after you guys had gotten it for me. And I, I thought, what is different? And I completely forgot that it was on my work. I, I was so laser focused. Mm -hmm. I was feeling excited. I was happy for the first time in a long time. For me, I forced myself to get up early and like, be like, -da 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 -da, and like be on a rumble. Otherwise, if I don't do that, I, I get into that state of laziness and not even depression, but just procrastination and all this. I go, what is different? Why am I feeling so amazing? And I realized it was the orange in the room in my mm -hmm. office that I had started. And it was, you know, cause I've had the, the balsam fur before I've had cinnamon, you know, cause it was that Christmas time, you know, and I always have that, but the orange was the only thing different. And I actually went back after the holidays and I went to the store and I go, do you have any more, all the feels <laughs> they go, we actually have some in the back. I'm like, can I buy it all? They're like, Oh, you like the Christmas scent? I was like, uh -uh, I don't know what it is. It's like a drug for me and I need this and I can't focus. But it was the first time that I realized, wow, there was something in the orange. There was something in the citrus that invigorated some part of my brain to trigger the, the focus and the happiness and want to, to be excited about the morning and excited about the day. Mm -hmm. And when I put it on at night, it doesn't have that effect on me. It's okay. so bizarre. I want to unpack this with you because I have, I have a bit of an idea. This is a non-scientific study that I <laughs> love to sort of share, but tell me if this resonates for you. So 
orange essential oil is what is considered an adaptogenic. And what that means, like just big fancy word, it means that different people can receive this oil differently. Mm-hmm. Another really great example is lavender, but let's talk specifically about orange. So what I mean by that is that some people would experience orange as being mood boosting, as elevating and lifting. Some people experience orange as incredibly sedative and actually like very relaxing, very calming. This really? is why sometimes you'll see orange in a formula for sleep or for relaxation. It almost seems counterintuitive because you're like, isn't that more of like a kind of fresh and an uplifting, but some people take it, like I said, as sedative. So I am in your boat in which orange for me is a mood booster. And what I mean by that is not necessarily energetic, like physically, it's actually an oil that can lift heavy energies. So Mm -hmm. if you have any sort of like lethargy or apathy, or you're feeling like you said, like a mild sadness or something that can just sort of keep your productivity low, orange can just be very clarifying and very sort of stabilizing. I think it gives like a nice sort of balance. And I, you know, I agree. I can't, I can't really say if I had the same experience as you more in a focus sense, but all the feels was one that kind of took me by surprise as well, that, that Mm. the warmth with the citrus became something I looked forward to as well. And knowing that I definitely need a little bit more of that stabilizing, Mm -hmm. that's something Mm -hmm. I kind of always reach to. Like, does that resonate with you? I mean, a hundred and million percent. It was when I tell you it's the most bizarre thing. And then when I ran out of it, I literally unscrewed the top. I used a (laughs) fork and a knife to get the plastic thing off so I could get every last drip. I filled it with water. I poured it in. I felt like I'm like, this is a problem. I am addicted to this essential oil. And the store was closed or something. And I was like, I have to wait till the end of the week. What is going on? This is absurd. And it was like I was freaking out because I missed that that motivation I missed and I would wake up every morning and it was part of my pattern I would make my tea while I was making my tea I do my essential oils in my diffuser set up my office and it really helped me feel so um, inspired. Well, especially when I was recording my podcast, that's when I noticed creativity, like, like certain, the focus, like everything you're right. The vibration of me, I feel like was elevated. And so whatever is in there for me, I recommend you trying that. Like you said, that's interesting that for some people it can be relaxing and you were saying lavender as well. What is, what is lavender? Because lavender makes me like, out cold, like good night. Okay. So lavender has that same adaptogenic property in which, like you said, it is absolutely, excuse me, in aromatherapy, lavender is absolutely the most well-known essential oil. And I think it's just the most easily understood. Most Uh people hear the word lavender and they'll think like, oh, of course, like stress or calm or sleep, something of that nature. There are people, I'm actually one of them, in which lavender has the reverse effect on me. So again, it's not that it will make me be like bouncing off the walls or running down the street. It's just that it actually keeps my mind alert. It will make me sort of like, I'm thinking through the day, I'm thinking through my calendar, I'm sort of like planning the next week. And I find that my body won't go into that relaxation mode. So it's, it's an oil that if you actually talk to enough people, you'll find there can be a really cool duality where, like you said, there's people like yourself who are like, yep, 
five minutes, I'm out like a light. And then there's someone else who, like I said, is just kind of like, yeah, I was thinking of everything I've ever done. And you know what I mean? Like something that sort of takes you on a journey. So wild. I mean, that's what's so wild about, about these essential oils is they really affect people so differently. And like, I'm trying to think which one it was. There was one where it was, Maybe it was a pine one or something and it was very lovely, but it didn't do anything for my vibe. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I just felt like, oh, it's a beautiful scent in the background. And that's why I knew when the, the, all the feels with the orange, when it affected me so much and the halo and gutsy, that's another one that I'd love to talk about. Gutsy is one for your stomach. And I believe it's for that time of the month too, as well as gutsy that one. And I just, and I have acid reflux very, very, very badly. And I used to pop Pepto-Bismol nonstop, like it was candy. And I put that essential oil from my esophagus down to my stomach and in just, just two minutes that instantly it feels that coolness. And there's something that just, it's, it's, it's remarkable that an oil is able to change your world that much. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I've always been a firm believer, but I also have never had such beautiful remedies that have been these incredible mixtures together where I, I never would know that this would help my acid reflex. Mm -hmm. Like I never would even think that. And so then being introduced and actually being explained. And that's why I think if you can, if you live in a place where you can go into a store, I think it's so important because Mm -hmm. the people there are just experts and they will teach you everything. And then the website is pretty self-explanatory as well and, and very helpful. But for someone that was new to this essential oil world, what would be the, the, one or two essential oils that you swear by would be the best intro to this world? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a tough question. Cause I know <laughs> that my mind want to go, wants to go down this very specific sort of pathway, but I'm, I'm just going to say this to your point, the experience of experiencing is so important because this has to do with trusting your body. It's like, you know, for example, you and I, we can rave about peppermint halo. We can tell everyone how this has made such a tremendous difference for headaches, for migraines, for any sort of tension. And for someone whose system may be sensitive to those oils, that might not be the product they fall in love with. They might be like, well, that's my number five, but you know, have you tried stress release? That one does this, this, and this. So I think there's something always to be said about trusting your body, trusting your nose, in aromatherapy there's this you know sort of little little laughing tagline that we use that's like the nose knows like your body can sense right what's what's right or wrong for you I always um I always make correlation with this to food I have a number of really serious food sensitivities to nightshade vegetables my nose can actually sense the presence of peppers like I know if peppers are in the room or someone's cutting up peppers wow and, and my body intuitively gives me a no it gives me like, we know that that's not for us. We're not going to go over there. We're not going right. to do that. And so I really believe in that for aromatherapy as well. I believe that there's instances in which someone's body would be like, that's not the one for us. Let's mm-hmm. keep exploring and find something else. Lavender is a great starting point. Like the really accessible oils, like lavender, lemon, orange, eucalyptus, peppermint, like these are all very accessible, very popular for a reason, because most people 
in most circumstances tolerate these oils very well. Mm-hmm. Eucalyptus known as the breathing oil, like incredible for supporting just the respiratory system, encouraging deep breaths. So even if you want to make connections to things like healthy habits, you know, you want to start a meditation routine or just be mindful of breathing deeper, you can create these sort of like connections for yourself yeah. with yeah. an oil that's going to make you do it. And, and that's honestly, Alessandra, that's what I thought about when you were saying about all the fields, it's, you know, a big fancy term that I'm not pretending to understand very well, but it's the term neuroplasticity, which is the idea that our brains are plastic in the sense that they can adapt and they can evolve and they can create sort of like new patterns of behavior or experience based on our environment. So mm-hmm. you like quite literally created for yourself, like a new pathway in which your brain correlated. Like I put this oil on and I feel like this, hundred uh, oh, percent. you know, and then you became anticipatory of that experience. You wanted to have it again. It's like, you're like, this felt so good. I'm going to do it again. And that's how we like create repetitious behaviors. Like I think, I think about that with peppermint halo for me. Uh, Like I said, this is my number one forever and ever and ever. Yes. I use it for headaches, but I've actually found it incredibly effective for the way I personally experience anxiety. Mm. And I have created such a pathway for myself over the years that my body will literally crave for it. Like if I start to feel a little bit of like, you know, stirrings inside, or I'm starting to feel like a little bit of anxious symptoms, I, my body will like tell me, and I know what to do. I know where to apply it. That feels right for me. And, and I think that's like just such a powerful example of the way plant medicine works intuitively in your system. It's like, yes, it can do this, but it can also do this, 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 and this. Right. with very little like consequence in the sense that, you know, it's going to metabolize through your bloodstream in six to nine hours. And then you wouldn't even know it was there. So like, how fun is that? It's not like a pill that, you know, you can trace two weeks later or something like that. No. And I think that that's, what's, what's so fantastic. When you brought up the stress relief for me, I think knowing um, my audience and knowing the kind of person that I am, Mm -hmm. I really would love to, to, even if we just ended on this talked about the stress relief, essential oil roll on um, Mm -hmm. because I've noticed that, you know, obviously I haven't had any auditions where I've had to go in person, but sometimes it's very stressful. I'm very lucky. I've met you before and I feel very comfortable around you have a very comforting energy. But um, a lot of the times when I'm doing public speaking, and even though it's been on zoom now, it still is very hard. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, doing interviews with strangers that I don't know, it's nerve wracking, right? It's almost like a blind date. You're like, Oh, my God, this is so wild. And that's what it's mostly been now through zoom because I haven't been able to organically meet people and and do it that way. So it's mostly been like word of mouth or, or anyways, long story short, um, stress relief roll on has helped me so much. Um, just putting it in my hands, putting it on my wrist and just breathing in has become a great form of, um, a bonus to my transcendental meditation process. Mm -hmm. Um, what is in the stress relief oil that makes it the stress relief? And for me, that would be, um, something I would recommend because it helps with my anxiety helps with my stress. It helps when my mind is, you know, in a million different places, it just kind of is a great, 
Um, and like you said, it may not be for everyone, but I think that in general, it has been a great um, ease to the mind. It's put my mind at ease. What is the, what are the oils that are in there that, that make that process, the, the stress relief? Hmm. Yeah, I would love, I would love to share about that. So to your point, stress is something that affects most of us specifically looking at this last year. What I love about this product is that it addresses the different ways in which stress shows up for people. So for some people that's a racing mind or, you know, really busy thoughts, kind of nervous chatter, some people experience it more as physical manifestations. So whether you're sort of like hunching your shoulders or you're clenching your jaw. And so I'm going to break it down sort of ingredient by ingredient. I won't go through every single one, but just to give you an idea. So lavender, like we said, is the starting point. So the most versatile, most well-known and lavender is what is considered. It's like an acronym grass, like G R A S. Mm. And it means generally recognized as safe. So most people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Under most normal circumstances, most people tolerate this oil very well. So that's where you're going to start. Next, you have orange. So we talked about orange and its ability to affect the mind positively, whether you need that to sort of take you down a few notches or you need a little bit of a level. Right. A couple of the other oils that I love so much, there's an oil called clary sage. Clary sage is known in aromatherapy as a euphoric. And the simple way of understanding is it has a very powerful effect on the mind. So for those people who, again, are experiencing the sort of racing thoughts and the really, really busy mind, this can bring that stillness, that sort of quiet in which you just find that you're able to maybe make decisions a little bit easier, or you don't feel sort of in a, in what can sometimes be like almost a paralysis in stress that kind of just like stunts right. us. Something I love about Clary Sage, I always share this as like a joke, is it's so powerful that it's actually not recommended to like drive a car or like operate a vehicle. If you're using pure, yeah, like pure and potent clary sage can kind of like take you to another place. So it's, I mean, I'll say that it's obviously blended in a really (laughs) safe concentration here. So you're good to go. And then the last two oils I'll mention geranium. Geranium is a powerful hormone balancer. And you think of anything that's out of center, that means you're out of balance. You're out of homeostasis. Mm. So stress, a headache, you know, you're really tired. That means your body is out of its like ideal center. So geranium can help pull us back. And then an oil I really, really love called Roman chamomile is what's known as a nervine. And so again, what that means really simply just an effect on the mind effect on Mm. the nervous system and something that really can just bring like sedation and just make you feel chill. And so you put this all together to your point, you already shared that lovely way to breathe these products in. It's just a nice accompaniment for the times in life that feel a little bit overwhelming. And this is, you know, this kind of goes back to everything we've talked about today, the idea that there's a place for medicine and there's a place for nature. And Mm -hmm. I just always want to encourage people to maybe explore more than they have before that nature might be able to play a bigger role in your life than it has. And it could potentially be like that. That's a starting point. If you're experiencing nervous tension or restlessness versus going directly to medication that can really kind of take you down a road that sometimes you can't come back from, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I cannot thank you enough for, for all of this fantastic information. You are about to help so many people. Um, and just seeing where you started on your journey, how you are here right now and the beautiful, the beautiful process of essential oils, what they can do to heal. And, and I just, I think that my whole goal is right 
now, especially in this season of emotional support, I want to provide the tools for people. I want to provide things with people um, that they can they can experience themselves that has helped me in, and things that may help me in the future. So I am a firm believer in essential oils. I am Sage's number one fan. I just like want to live in that store. I am going to ask you my final question. Hmm. Um, Kristen, what is your emotional support? Oh, wow. What a beautiful question. What a beautiful question. My emotional support. You know what? I'm going to go with meditation. I'm going to use meditation. I've been really actively pursuing my relationship with meditation for the last five years and what I'm learning about the power of your brain to be Mm. your best friend or your worst enemy and we get to choose so that's my emotional support that's so beautiful well thank you so much and I am going to just be sharing sage with the world and I I'm going to make it very easy for everybody they're just going to log on in and I can't wait and thank you so much for teaching me how to take care of my body with plant-based medicine it is my pleasure thank you so much for having me